You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Happy Halloween. Happy Hollow Dragons, if you will, because, well, we here on the day of spookiness and creepiness. And, um,. We got words for you motherfuckers, really, on these shows, because y'all are stupid. And my friend said it eloquently in the pregame. The motif for this week is, y'all are so stupid that it's scary. Okay? Dumb motherfuckers. Anyways, I'm Candice. I ain't got no AKs. You know where to find me on all social media. Or look in the show notes. You'll find the app for Twitter, Facebook. Facebook and uh, Instagram. I don't really be on that much, but it is what it is. My co-host is here. Jeremy is here. And um, what's up, niggas? Happy spooky. His AKA his AKA should be you bitches need to tell me sorry. Y'all still need to tell them sorry. Every time I see some shit in the news related to politics. It just reminds me of how y'all try to link up like an Autobot and uh, like y'all was Optimus Prime with many pieces because y'all got wide backs. And um, <laughs> and try to drag my friend for his political stance, but every time we look up, everything he was saying was proven to be true. Right? Everything he has been saying about b- the Biden administration um about a cop named Kamala cop with a k um and just how democrats as a whole are thinly veiled republicans um and y'all owe him an apology a big sorry a big big sorry okay but I'm you know that wide <laughs> you are ridiculous am i <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with them? They did not say sorry. Um, we're going to jump right into things. We're going to kick it off with Potomac. It was pretty lackluster, mostly because y'all thought that I was going to sit there and be interested and intrigued at watching Ashley beg Michael Darby for the, the same dick that he want to give DeWan Dixon. And I was not going to do that with y'all. Michael Darby is more charismatic and excited to discuss Juan Dixon than he is his own wife, who was wearing a very, very tight little itty bitty mini dress with that forehead tucked away, trying to sit in laps and, you know, get freak nasty. And all he wanted to talk about was Juan Dixon. Ashley should have been glad that Juan Dixon was not there. All right. All right. That's because... If she did, she would not have her her husband. Okay. Um, that they friendship is a little creepy, and you know, I I fawn over my friends, but it's in a way that that it does not seem creepy. The way that Michael Darby speaks about makes conversation about thinks about Juan Dixon is very much so bordering on i wish he was my fiance like it's very fucking creepy 
to me. Especially when you you having a date night with your wife and you thinking about Juan Dixon. I'm not even gonna you know? hold you. I um I know we've said this repeated times, um, but I mean it's still true and it still bears repeating. I am creeped out, uh, one by Michael's behavior and also two, the fact that he is still on his this show because of his behavior. Because I have not yep. forgotten and will never forget that this man was accused of assault. And Against the crew. Yeah. Staff and crew. So it's never not yeah. going to be weird and a big fuck you for me personally. Um, As long as he and his big head ass wife are allowed to be on this show. Which so speaking I- of... um. Is it was it this episode or is the preview where um Robin and Juan and Ashley and Michael go to dinner? Yeah. Is it tonight? To I, I forget. This episode was very underwhelming. Um with that said, I just want to say that. Mia is the queen of over fucking reacting. All this talk about her mama this, her mama that, only for them to get off this trip and her mama then showed her motherfucking ass and cussed her husband out. All because they asked her mama to keep the kids on on a on a regimented schedule while she, while they were away on the couple's trip. Oh, my mama, my mama, my mama. Your mama is a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, like I, all this, all this capping and, and mama gate shit, your mama gate, and you and your mama don't even have the best fucking relationship. I mean, that's that's why I really have not cared about anything pertaining to Mia and the thing with her mama, because it's like, you knew your mama was, you literally used your mama for a storyline, knowing good and damn well, you don't have the best relationship with your mama, knowing that your mama is a lot. Hell, that's why you are a lot, by proxy. Like, because other than the candy stuff, you don't, Mia has no storyline on the show. No, whatsoever. And it, go ahead. She she doesn't have a storyline. And also, it was this episode where Juan and uh, Robin and Michael and Ashley went to went to eat, and they asked, you know, wh- why Michael hadn't been coming on any of the trips where the husbands were involved, and he's like, he don't want to be around Candace and and Chris Bassett, and then he started talking about their finances. Bitch. And my thing is, you are literally shooting geriatric baby after geriatric baby and Ashley. And she is trying to, to keep a steady payday for at least 18 years because your bitch don't do shit, but keep up drama on this show and play Stevie wonder or Helen Keller to you being a sexual assaulter. I was just about to say, don't, like don't speak on, don't, don't speak on, don't speak on the, on the fam. Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett is one of the few husbands I like on this show. Honestly, throughout all these shows, if we're being honest. He's one of the few I like. And you a whole ass, typical ass, pussy ass, 
aggressor while being a victim ass white man for acting like Chris did something so wrong by pushing you after you put your hands on him first. If I don't fuck with you, don't touch me in no capacity. Don't tap my shoulder. Don't don't brush past me if you walking by. So for damn sure, don't try to put your finger in my chest to have a conversation about our wives and their petty fucking behavior because your wife is a lot more nasty than Candace is, if we being honest. She has a bigger track record. Way bigger track record. So you really need to sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, but uh, in typical, you know, white man fashion, he he does not have any self-awareness or he doesn't have it. He has too little self-awareness and way more uh, audacity than he should. Audacity. Yeah, I just I just wanted to make sure we got to that. I don't fuck with the uh, with the Darby's in any capacity as a woman. If I find out that my my partner is being accused of sexual assault, not once, but multiple times on top of having a track record for cheating on me, I'm this is not somebody I'm choosing to stick beside. But Ashley has has chosen to stick beside Michael Darby. So she's also complicit in the things he does, which makes her just as vile as he is. So it's always fucked the Darby's. They could donate a million dollars to to the United Negro College Fund, and I wouldn't give a fuck. And even that would just be a tax write off of Michael. I would not give a fuck one way or the other. Okay. So fuck, fuck the Darby's, you know. Fuck your crew and the click you claim. Um, we don't fuck with y'all over here. No. So tonight's episode is the season finale. Um, if we were just to say it right now, because obviously, as y'all know, we record on Sunday, so we'd be like a day behind technically when we record, unless we decide to record on Monday sometimes. But um, so tonight is the season finale leading into the reunion. What would you give this season? likes like as a whole so far not counting tonight's episode dry (laughs) (laughs) and they hyped us they hyped us up for some shit and to me all of the arguments and shit were very 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 surface level very very surface level even the shit with Mia and Candace surface level. Um, I mean, y- y'all talked a good game, but it, this was not a great season. Last no. season was better no, with Monique not. and Candace Gate. Yes. I agree. Um, I'm which not shows me that y'all really don't have much without Monique. They also don't have... Because the whole, like, for better or worse, last season, like, Monique moved the the needle. Now, and to be fair, like, I don't think any of these shows should just revolve around one person. Uh, because we saw what happened with Real Housewives that, you know, eventually it became all about NeNe. And once NeNe left, then you got some dry-ass housewives, housewives of Atlanta. So I don't, I'm not saying that one show should revolve around one person. But what I am saying is for as much as, Things were hyped up about it being better with one person leaving. Uh, it did not give what y'all said it was. It did not give what y'all said it was going to give. Is what I'm saying. So y'all need to go Get back. Off. So either y'all need to go back to the drawing board or just stay out my damn face playing. That's it. 
which I want to say that um, Eddie and Wendy said that Eddie's family had reached out. They have been in contact. They're taking it one day at a time. Um, good for them. You know, I'm sure, you know, people can act like they don't give a fuck about not having a relationship with their family, but it's totally different when you start having kids and stuff. And his family has missed a great deal of their kids' lives. By being know? fucking stupid. By being fucking stupid because, you know, we may talk shit about the things that Wendy has said and done on this show, but on on, on her resume is not no slouch. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's a, a great mom. Let's say that first. She's a great mom. She appears to be a great wife to Eddie, right? She, and it seems like he's a, a great husband, which I like. Yeah, he seems like a great husband, a great father. They've built this family together and this life together. And they seem like two great people. And y'all have missed out on so much of their new their family and their lives because you couldn't mind your business and you felt like you could dictate who should be his partner in life. Mm-hmm. Just stupid. And then, and, good then luck. and then allegedly collaborating with some stupid motherfuckers on this show about rumors about his wife. Yeah. Just sad, but but good luck. Let's hope y'all can keep the momentum going. Um, I laughed at how, uh, Wendy's mom. It, African moms are a lot to digest. I just I just say that Wendy's yeah. mom lost her shit at that photo shoot for no reason other than Wendy telling her about herself. And but you know what? Let me walk that the fuck back because that's a lot of black parents. Yeah, in general. Be it Black American, be it Africans, be it, you know, Cubans or whatever. A lot of Black parents do not like being held accountable for their behavior where their children are, you know, concerned, especially as adults. Yep. They do not want their adult children to speak on their shortcomings as parents. Yeah. Even if if they are totally valid. If everything the child is saying is valid, they still feel attacked. When you say, you know what? You don't, you, you don't tell me you're proud of me. You don't tell me this. You don't do that. And they just start acting like you just smacked them in the face and shit. Like yeah. Wendy Mama did, child. Get over yourself. Get over your fucking self. Yeah. That is uh definitely one thing in the uh black community across the diaspora that uh uh we that like what they call them like generational curses or change or whatever the fuck that is one we definitely need to break because uh just because you old don't mean you can't be wrong (laughs) exactly just you you know it was a lot to take in um i guess the little argument of the episode was between ashley and mia's husband gordon and you know, first things first. I don't like Ashley. I don't. But I absolutely feel where Ashley is coming from with Gordon. I don't know you. And this is only my first, maybe second time meeting you. Don't play with me like we're super cool like that. If you see Ashley sleeping, who is a mom to a newborn, leave that woman the fuck alone. And this is why I don't subscribe to Mia's uh, 
mama gate bullshit because you want people to be oh so fragile with this crackhead you call a mama but you can't understand telling your husband to leave a sleeping mom of a newborn alone while she away from the kids so she could grab a little bit of shut out here and there I too would have cussed you out I too would have had a problem with you I'm fucking tired leave me alone Ashley Ashley wasn't asking for too much in this scene just a a damn gaggle of goofies a a gaggle of rotating goofies and Ashley's saying what do you have Alzheimer's and and, uh, Mia calling it Alzheimer's is fucking you hoes is sick (laughs) you hoes are ridiculous and you acting like she said she was gonna put a gun to the man head or something the motherfucker old talking about well you got an old husband you should understand that's not funny it still would be funny even if I was married to an old motherfucker because Gordon sitting up there acting like he don't remember what happened on the bus like he got dementia what the fuck is up you want to joke? I could joke too. What's up? Let's go. But in grand fashion, my only comment to that is at, don't ever be fooled by the mommy facade. Nasty Ashley is always fucking looming around to say some she, shit she ain't got no business saying. She never left. <laughs> shit. The big forehead bitch is always there and ready to the pounce when she feels like it. <laughs> She is always the fucking there. Mega Ashley, mega mind ass, big head, little thoughts having bitch is always there looming to be nasty than a motherfucker when it suits her. I do not ever, ever, ever let the mommy facade fool me. Not ever. Um, and, and before we go, let me just say this. I know a lot of people have to get in the frame of mind to unpack, unlearn, and heal from the ways that they have been brought up, which ultimately leaves them emotionally void and not able to be, you know, emotionally present when need be. But Giselle, for as much time as you spend in everybody's fucking business, your kids can't lean on you or or count on you for a motherfucking thing. They don't look up to you for shit. You are not a beacon of hope in their eyes. You are nothing more than their mother who has dibbled and dabbled back and forth with a cheating ass daddy, much to their dismay, while never being there for your own growing, budding, you know, daughters who are turning into young women because you're emotionally stunted and dead inside. You are such a pretty woman, but it's rotten on the inside. Your inside, your soul, your spirit got to smell like a gaggle of bounce that ass. A gaggle of bounce that ass. Okay, I see what type of church you're going to be on. (laughs) (laughs) You ugly inside. It's nasty in there. Them kids is telling you it's nasty inside. They don't look up to you for nothing. Smell like a filter fish in there. Smell like a filter fish. Like, take some time and do some soul searching. You were so worried about, you was all up in Monique shit for Trainer Gate. 
You've been worried about Candace financing, finances. You've been talking about Mia's reconstructed clit. You all worried about what the fuck Wendy doing and her getting a new set of titties and a bazillion butt lift and every fucking thing else. Meanwhile, your daughters can't come to you and depend on you to be a source of emotional intelligence for them. Bitch, find you something to do. I mean, you have to have find something to do. And one, I must, wanna, one must have okay, intelligence okay. in order for one to be seeking intelligence. And this one don't have intelligence or a fucking stylist with your awful dressing ass. <laughs> I almost want to discuss what I've seen on the preview for the reunion, but I almost feel like this is a drag best served for when that reunion airs because I'm not going to do no dragging. I'm just going to tell you what I heard. Uh, in the preview of the reunion to which that lady, Kenneth Petty's wife, will be making a guest appearance. Um, but Giselle is seen on the preview for the reunions telling Candace that if Mia had popped Candace for what she said, it would have just been whatever. Mm. Mm. Or I, I just find it funny how I, 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 let's save it for the reunion mm. when the reunion air because you was mm. finna go, you was finna go mm. into the abyss, wasn't you? Mm. I know you hate I said that and I won't let you get your drag see, out. No. You, see, you ain't shit. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. You ain't shit. Don't tell you why. Because I said <laughs> in the pregame that I haven't seen the damn preview for the reunion. And you, I see, you knew you were sitting on that. I can't stand your ass because you knew. <laughs> You mm-hmm. motherfucker, you, you. Y'all ain't gonna do because I'm sick of my. <laughs> <laughs> you also, you. Kenneth Petty's wife asked Ashley, "Did she, uh, why she was inserting herself into so much? Was it because she don't have a storyline?" <sighs> and lastly, she brought up the fact that. Eddie was following a bunch of booty models on Instagram, to which I have thoughts on that, and I and we'll get into it when we when we get to that part of the reunion. I just want to say that people give Instagram a lot, right? Yes, they give it a lot because a lot of those women that's using social media to influence and and get their bag. They don't, they don't, they rarely, if ever, care about a majority of the niggas that's falling over them on social media. So even if Eddie was following 75 booty models, I would be surprised if one of 75 was actually really checking for him. And also, they are there, they are there to create the illusion, they're there to sell you a fantasy. They don't really want you. I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for the reunion. I'm gonna save it because I got okay. The, it's, you got it's thoughts? Ma- it's because it's it's mad funny considering who asked who brought that up. Uh, that lady. Uh, mm-hmm. considering that, I'm gonna just save it because girl. That, mm, yeah. All right. So y'all just gonna play we in my face, in. okay? <laughs> <laughs> We gonna head on over to Black Ink. Um, Speaking of playing in my face, um, let's. 
first of all, we hope that uh, Nina and and Four um, and Little Forever are doing well. She seems to have had a very rough labor and delivery. Always hate to see that just because, you know, childbirth is so dangerous and detrimental and, you know, has been the end of life for a lot of moms bringing life into the world. So we hope that, you know, she had a she had a good and um, supported recovery and that little forever is doing okay. But I want to move on. This, so... Ryan, you have a lot of um, unmitigated gall because you are expecting this man to get over you deliberately, intentionally, purposely going and fucking his ex, who was his current at the time, and the mother of his child, whom you are the godfather of, fucking her and acting like he should just get over it and move on. That's fucking weird. Especially for a nigga that love the whole grudges. Like huh. Ryan. Like Ryan. You so and we... Van is not friends to this day. Right. So like to this n- day. Nigga. Van ain't on this show no more. Cause of because of your cause of your long-standing grudge with him. So like nigga. Of all the niggas <laughs> to be at. Like, but again, like you said, just audacity, a bunch of audacity, a lot of audacity. Just extremely audacious and a nimrod. Yeah. You're a fucking nincompoop. Because if somebody oh, had done that... <laughs> Did you call that nigga a nimrod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the uh... last time somebody used nimrod? What the fuck is <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, friend. I mean, you're because not wrong, somebody, but this is fucking hilarious. If somebody did that to Ryan with Rachel mm. when they was having an on again moment, that motherfucker would have would have tore the city of Chicago apart. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely. just like, no, you don't get to dictate when he gets over. You don't get to dictate how he's reacting to it. And yeah. I think it's a lot of nerve for you to keep acting like you have a right to be mad at the little shit he's doing. Like, yes, right. I absolutely believe what he did was extremely petty. Showed up to your son's birthday party with his son and then left before you could, before he saw you. Is it petty? Yeah. But how how much is this petty shit affecting you in comparison to what your behavior and your actions did to this man? Yeah, like is it petty? Yes. Is it what you deserve? Also, yes. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah, like you acting like the nigga slid, slashed your tires or something. Right. Like, like, a, like if a, that's the little shit he's doing for get back and revenge, count your fucking blessings. Because any really other nigga would have put you really under the ground. You deserve like more. It's because if a if it was a different nigga, niggas would be trying to fight you every time they seen you behind that shit. If not worse. People so die you, behind shit like that. Your which, sister. I, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> like, again, like all the audacity. Like it's a fucking Nimrod, a Ninkum poop. A nigga poop, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> just dumb as all hell, Ryan. 
Like imagine, imagine being mad that you can't see. Imagine being mad that you no longer his son's godson after the shit you did. Like nigga, what? It's dumb as hell. And the fact that this shit is, and it blew up on social media, all of y'all kids will be able to read about this one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You didn't. You you didn't think about anybody in this equation. Not you just thought about Rachel, your dick and now you mad at the kids, Not your godson. Not anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. You just thought with your dick and now you mad at the consequences of thinking with your dick. Exactly. Just like a nigga. Just like a nigga. Uh, you know, a part of me wishes that we didn't have to see this stuff with Charmaine's dad because ultimately we know the outcome. Yeah. But I know that this has to be very important for her to have these memories captured, you know, and be able to see them on TV because her dad is no longer here. Yeah. In real time. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause it's just, it just makes me sad. I'm not saying I don't want to see it cause it's not drama. It just makes me sad knowing what the outcome of that was. Yeah. So, you know, sending her love and light on that on, front, on that but on the front, but yeah. on the on the on the front on the business owner front, girl, what the fuck is wrong? You with don't you? need one. What the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Speaking of just like with Ryan, speaking of all, of audacity and just stupidity, just complete nincompoopery. <laughs> Nimrodery. Nimroder. Show title. <laughs> show, show title. Because how much audacity does, does it take? I don't have a problem with you charging booth rent. You should. You say you're not taking a percentage of tattoos that they're doing. Gotcha. Cool. However, what booth rent typically does in this situation is one helps you pay the, the bills on the shop. Hopefully you could turn some profit, but you also should be using that money to provide necessities and essentials as a tattoo shop owner, like mm-hmm. sanitation, uh, things for sanitary, make to do tattoos as sanitary as possible. Art supplies, yep. a working printer. Yeah. Ink. Like at the very, these are like bare minimums. Paper. Paper towels, barbicide, alcohol, peroxide, soap, right? squirt bottles, just really basic necessities that are needed in in tattoo shops. If anybody has gotten a tattoo, you pretty much know how the setup is. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the The printer with transferable ink for them to do the designs and so on and so forth. But it you're not doing any of that. You have been so wrapped up in what's going on in your personal life. You haven't been able to be not only a business owner, but a manager of your shop. And you want people to pay you $1,500 a month when they have to bring their own supplies minus like guns and shit and needles and shit like that. But they got to bring their own paper towels. They got to bring their own soap. Come on, Charmaine. They got to bring their own printer. And my thing is, I, on the personal front, I do have empathy for you. 
on the business front though you are fucking dumb because you should the thing is these are self-inflicting wounds you literally and i mean quite literally have someone there who is willing to help you because they know that you have so much going on in your personal life the shop is not being run at the best capacity because you have to shift attention elsewhere somebody is right there kitty and you are basically telling her uh yeah girl you just a glorified receptionist stay in your lane like what huh for someone that did all that hipping and horn about how ryan was running you know old now magan all the trials and tribulation that you went through there you have learned nothing from any of that even ryan didn't do everything about his damn self now I was niggas you know overstepping their boundaries a bit yes but Ryan has, you know, at least learned that, hey, sometimes I just need to delegate shit and trust motherfuckers to do their job and shit gets done. You have learned nothing about that, Charmaine. You are putting everything on yourself and you can't manage everything on yourself. And now the goddamn shump, the shop, the shop, the shop and your brand is suffering and you got the audacity to be mad that people are noticing that the shop is suffering. Exactly. Exactly. I just, you know, no business. She's acumen. not. A, she has no business acumen. And then her thing is, well, I heard y'all been talking about me behind my back. You haven't been there, so let motherfuckers have a chance to talk about you to your front. Right. Shit. And also, and also, and also, and also, if you was handling business or. Or if you were handling business or or sacrificing or your ego, delegated somebody to handle yeah, business. Hello, then it wouldn't be these problems. The motherfuckers wouldn't be talking behind your back because it wouldn't be nothing to talk about. You can't even properly sign up for Second City Inc. to be part of a tattoo convention. Drea had to help you do fill out the paperwork. Okay. But you mad that Drea has opinions that the shop is a got a hot ass damn mess. And Prince, sit the fuck down. Boy, if you don't shut the fuck up with that fake feminist after school special bullshit, this ain't got a goddamn thing to do with Charmaine being a woman. Charmaine is a fucking goofy. <laughs> that's, that, that's it. That's all. Shut the hell up. That's it. Um, can I? First things first. I don't dislike Kitty, let me say that. But I do <laughs> I do agree with Charmaine. I'm not asking you to manage the shop. I'm asking you to be the brand ambassador, the brand manager. What are you doing for the brand? Like, tell me what you're doing on your end. Because I'm not finna pay you all the money you want me to pay you for you to go get supplies. That's a separate conversation. A shop manager is totally separate from a brand manager. And like, what tangible service did Kitty provide to Charmaine for her to have all that mouth for Charmaine? I totally am on Drea's side with when Drea and Charmaine got into it. I absolutely agree. You shouldn't be asking me for $1,500 or nothing. And you can't provide simple tattoo artist amenities that are needed to work in a safe environment, especially in the middle of a pandemic. But Charmaine and Kitty, no. What have you done for Second City Inc. to feel like you could talk to Charmaine that way? 
See, I have to disagree with that simply because while that is true, literally the same can be said for Charmaine and it's her damn shop. Yeah, I do. I do believe the same can be said for, for Charmaine. And I do think in all the conversations that Charmaine and Kitty has had, she's tried to offer her services for everything outside of being a brand manager. And if Charmaine didn't ask you for no help there, leave it alone. But like, my question is, what can, if you don't like the way Charmaine is running the shop, why do you want to be the brand manager of it? Now that I feel is fair. That I do feel that's, I, I think that's my biggest question. If Charmaine ain't doing shit, if Charmaine is not a good communicator, if Charmaine is not bringing artists in, if Charmaine is making it hard for you to put together a branding kit for her shop, why do you want to work there so bad? Get the fuck away from Second City Inc. Yeah, no, I think because to fun. be honest, you can't build you can't build a brand on Second City Inc. without steady tattoo artists. Yeah, and see the thing like my thing with her, with Kitty versus Charmaine is that do I feel that Kitty you know got a little too much dip on her chip? Yes, I do feel that way. However, but Charmaine don't got no dip on her fucking chip and it's starting to piss me off. Yeah. And see, that's because my you thing. Can't, like, you keep when, talking all this big boss bitch shit and you're not doing nothing. Exactly. And see, that's my biggest problem. That is my biggest problem with far as her versus Kitty. Like she talking to Kitty while this big boss shit, stay in your lane and stuff. And OK, cool. But you not sh- the same way Kitty not showing no results. You not showing no results either. And Kitty has offered you help. Like, as she should, because, like I said before, like, it's clear Charmaine don't know what the hell she's doing, and she can't do all this thing shit on her own. So if Kitty is offering that help to step up and do more, and she has the backing of the people in the shop to step up and help up and do more, and you as, as the boss not allowing that because you got your head so far up your ass, I'm sorry, but you can't talk to me all this big boss shit, Charmaine, and you not acting like a boss because any boss with any damn sense would have accepted that help, worked together, delegated some shit, and got this shit off the ground and running. And you not doing that. Exactly. But also, because all this shit is going on, I agree with you that Kitty, not, shit, not only Kitty, if we're being honest, all of them, girl, why do y'all want to be at this damn shop on the Charmaine? <laughs> like, because at the first sign of trouble, I would have got the hell on. Same. I would have went over the ride like, uh, hey, so uh, y'all niggas are. <laughs> uh, but apparently Kitty, based on the previews for the episode airing tomorrow, um, Ryan and Kitty are not fucking with each other in any capacity. Because we see Ryan, Charmaine, and C's huddled up talking shit about Kitty, talking about how she's not a good brand manager and this, that, and the third. And let's call a thing a thing. C's has been mad for 48 years and 48 nights that he couldn't step all over uh, Kitty. Yeah. Also, I thought it was very weird um, as hell. Like, (laughs) what you call them in the pregame candles? A, 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 a A bundle of bum bitches? Like oh yeah, a gaggle of bum bitches. Like you motherfuckers, Ryan and C's were literally just at each other's throats over this damn girl. Now y'all in the convention that she is in, just just gossiping and being messy bitches, talking shit about her when y'all was just at each other's throats. 
Yes. I ain't forgot. Have not forgot. Won't not forget. What's 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 that saying? Name the, the missiest bitch you know, and it's a straight man. Yep. Cause that is some messy sure. bitch bad girls club shit. Yep. Absolutely. But I expect nothing less because y'all all y'all some stupid motherfuckers. And I and I personally um am not mad with Kit being like, hey, 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 fuck all this real shit. Shut this shit down. Yeah, if you can't, if if you not grown enough and big bad enough to talk that shit to my face, leave it on the motherfucking playground. Hello? Leave it on the motherfucking playground. Don't be a bitch about it. Because uh, cause what you said, like, if I was a kid, I would have went over and punched Charmaine in the face. Absolutely, I would have went over and punched Charmaine in the face. We know Charmaine can't fight. Ashley beat her up 87 times. <laughs> 56 nights. We know that girl can't fight. If we know nothing else, we know that. Right. Well, let's move on over to Salt Lake City. Speaking of can't um, Get like, hey, where's the rest? I don't know how many episodes in we are, but Y'all owe me more. <laughs> okay. Where's the rest of the shit? Give it up. I don't want no two little ass string beans. Give me, get, put some ham hock on my motherfucking plate. Y'all put is playing with me. On my plate. Y'all is playing fucking games with me. First things first. Hey, I don't want to <laughs> see Jenny and Dewey have another conversation about fucking kids. At this point, it's given insensitive even on the part of the editing. Yes. I don't know how many fucking ways this woman has to say that she's not having no more kids. And his his solution to it is a polygamous marriage. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And Keep can I that say stupid something? Motherfucker off my TV screen. Go ahead, friend. Can I say something? I know that unfortunately it is a reflection of real life to a certain extent because uh, straight men, uh, cishead men in general, are very insensitive and emotionally inept um, about many issues pertaining to women of all genders and uh, identities, but specifically when it comes to pregnancy and things of that nature. I Unfortunately, I know that is a uh, reality. Uh, however, I'm tired of seeing that shit on my TV. Like, <laughs> I am tired of seeing this man be just fucking stupid <laughs> and not listening to his wife say, hey, I don't want no more damn kids. Nick, I had, what, how many miscarriages it was? 18 or something like that? Like, She's no. been pregnant 13 times They had nine miscarriages. That's what it was. Thank you for correcting me, friend. Like, I do not need to see this man be this goddamn dumb and insensitive on my TV screen anymore. Please leave me alone. Let this be the last damn time. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I want. Um, Lisa is so fucking weird. She's stupid. It's so fucking weird because you are no longer speaking to Angie and don't want to be bothered 
but yeah, and, you a barber. Versus versus trying to figure out who said who called this woman claiming to be in some relation to you and your team and saying can't don't cater her event. Like if I know I had absolutely nothing to do with it, I did not make one single call about this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to figure out who the fuck using my name to do shit like that. Right. Right. But you know why? Because you had something to do with it. Exactly. I was just about to say, because a no a normal person, a person with sense, or like you said, somebody that know for sure they didn't do nothing about it. Why are you not trying to clear your name? Because I think you said that before, Candace, with other stuff. Like, if I know I ain't got shit, like, ain't shit, you know, if I know I'm on the up and up, I'm being like, hey, I ain't had nothing to do with this shit. This shit fugazi. This shit ain't got shit to do with me. Motherfuckers are lying. You know, dead that shit. The fact that she's not dead in that shit, but it's still being stupid about the shit, lets me know. And anybody with sense that, yeah, she did that shit. Guilty as fuck. Very guilty. So this whole meltdown on the uh, on the little uh, ski or whatever rolling down the hill shit they was doing, um, I'm not falling for it. Yeah, it's, it's... although I do, friend. We <laughs> Jeremy texts me this like I fucking Nigga. hate that. <laughs> Go ahead. I fucking hate that I had to side with Lisa because. And once again, Mary lies so fucking much. Mary, you know you's a fucking liar. Why do you have to say you gonna Google everything I say? One, because you ain't no fucking doctor. That's number one. Number two, and girl, two, because you's a fucking liar. <laughs> that yes, you're not a doctor. You a fucking liar. And two, it wasn't that damn deep, girl. It was a fucking joke. Which I don't know why you so mad with damn Lisa because y'all both got the audacity of of a straight man because hey girl that was not that it was not that damn deal where you had to get you literally picked a fight with lisa for no reason which is saying which in itself is amazing because i mean it's lisa we are you know like we don't say we this is a lisa um barlow uh hate podcast but mayor girl you got to shut the hell up <laughs> you're mad with that woman because she said you don't believe me you know why you got to google me i don't you know i don't I don't appreciate you talking down to me. Girl saying, should I Google that? It's talking down to you. If anything, it was a rhetorical damn question. It was a joke. Exactly. It was a joke. And honestly, based on the previews, it seemed like you you, you don't tell the truth. Everything you say is not facts based on the previews coming up for the night. But go ahead, friend. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, in, I don't care about Lisa or Mary too much to put a lot of energy in this, but I enjoy seeing Jen, Jenny, Janie, Jeannie, Jen, whatever the bitch. I enjoy seeing her <laughs> check the shit out of Mary. Bitch, I cuss and ain't nothing you gonna be able to fucking do about it. Which can Now what? Speaking of which, good segue. Bitch, I, I be to, cussing. <laughs> bitch, I be cussing. I wanted to say this. Mary's tagline might just it be does. the worst in all of like housewives history because girl what if you come for me i will send jesus after you the hell does that mean nothing ain't jesus a healer like if anything i want you to send jesus to me because shoot i want blessings bitch what are you talking about 
Exactly. You stupid motherfuckers. Exactly. It fuck exactly. It was it was just <laughs> you can't control how somebody talk and this again. I guess I don't like Jen Shaw, but like with Mary, that seems to be the theme. Like you gotta you gotta filter the way you talk to her. She gonna act like you cussed her. You cussed her the fuck out. Shut up. You did that shit with Jen too. Yeah. Shut up. And also, my thing is like. Like if you, like if cussing triggers you that much, then why one why are you on a reality TV show, and two why are you around this group of women? Because these grown titty women that's gonna cuss if they want to, if they want to, and then a damn thing you can do about it. So, and then I mean, like again, this was the extent of the episode. Yeah, that was it. It was so much far, better in the opening, like a few episodes. Now it seems like it's on kind of a lull. Yeah, do better. Which it looks mess. like it's gonna be some mess next week because Lisa has planned this small gathering and has not invited all of the ladies. Mm-hmm. So, which is we'll tonight's for episode, sure right? See. Yes. I hope we'll y'all get some mess on. about you. Please get some mess because y'all are it's dry. And yeah. when we got shows like Huntsville in the lineup, we don't need no dry shit. We could drop it. Yeah. If it's dry, we drop it. That's that's the model. If it's dry, it's dropped. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody like dry dick. Don't nobody like dry coochie. Don't nobody like dry chicken. Don't nobody like, you know, a lot of shit people don't like dry, and that includes these shows. We don't like them dry. Correct. We like it moist with mess. Moist with also potential showtime. <laughs> moist we like with it mess. dripping with drama. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But Let's we move like it, on to Huntsville. We like, it, uh, we like it chaotic with calamity. Exactly. Um, we're moving on to Huntsville because in this episode, the mammy showed out. And first things first. I'm really tired of Martel trying to paint himself as a victim. I was glad to see the men go to a group therapy session to figure out where stuff was going on. And Dr. Francis dragged Maurice for fucking filth because, he, nigga, in what fucking world are you trying to blame your wife for your inability to have a work-home life balance? Yes. Like, I'm glad that he... I'm glad that the doctor dragged Maurice so I didn't have to on this show because everything... Because I, before they went to that therapy, I was like... Because that whole scene with him and... uh. Him Kimmy. and uh, Kimmy, I was finna be like, well, I know what the fuck I'm saying on Ratchet Ramblings today when we record. And then the doctor dragged them f- so for me, so I didn't have to. Because, nigga, what you, you are... wonderful. Dr. Francis, you tore it the fuck up. Yes. You know what? I'm gonna I'm say this. Um, I'm gonna say something controversial yet brave. 
I feel like Dr. Francis is too good for these stupid motherfuckers on this show. Absolutely. I feel like he is Martel, like, how you hurt? How you hurt? How you hurt? I can tell you how he hurt because <laughs> I can tell you exactly how he hurt because he thought he was gonna because be you to... broke. He broke and he thought he was going to be able to cheat on his wife and have his cake too. That's what that's how I that's exactly how he hurt. I'm so I'm hurt about shut up, nigga. <laughs> and in grand fashion, first of all, if Marceau don't want to do therapy, why do y'all keep trying to drag him to therapy? Yeah. Like you can't hurt you can't help somebody that don't want help. It's given pressed. Like I like this is gonna be very insensitive. Uh, but I mean every word I say, if that nigga wanna suffer in silence, let him. Hello. Cause like, he has I, the means and the resources to get the help he need if he is indeed struggling. Um, he is making a conscious decision not to. That's his business. Let's all move on from it. Like there are people that do that people are do, dying, Kim. Yes, people are dying. People are dying because of this that want to get help that he is refusing. Those efforts could be more so focused on those people that want and need the help, not somebody that needs the help, but is flat out refusing because of his own ignorance. Yeah. But Maurice, you, you, the apples don't fall too far from the tree. Like you are, we, you are not as completely awful as your brother, but you are awful enough. First of all, Kimmy has raised a child. Jalen is grown, gone on his own and working at Black Cigar Lounge. The fact that you are volunteering yourself to be the end all be all for monster and then defaulting to Kimmy to do it. You are a fucking, you are a loser. That's loser shit. Correct. Dumb as hell. And again, yes, Kimmy should be available to help because she married a man with a young child who was still a school age. But the fact that you defaulting on her doing a lot of the shit that you claiming you was gonna do, mm-mm, I don't like that. That's giving dead. I don't beaver. like that. It is. It totally is. It's giving, um, it's giving patriarchal Patrick. Absolutely. One thing you motherfuckers is going to eat up like pancakes is patriarchy. <laughs> patriarchy pancake. <laughs> yeah. Always and for fucking ever. Another motherfucker who's sipping the patriarch juice. Fucking, what is... I'm so glad Mel is divorced from this man and his family. I'm so glad <laughs> Melody Holt is divorced from Martell and his family because the way his mama has set up on this episode and talk shit about Melody Holt. Meanwhile, her son can't get a, a loan from the bank if his fucking life depended on it. And you think Mel was sitting around doing fucking nothing and she the one that didn't have to file bankruptcy. She the one who ain't had no stop in her cash flow. She the one with the builder's license. She ain't having to team up with motherfuckers with a builder's license to build a motherfucking thing. And, and you talk about she was sitting on her ass while your son was working. Girl, good fucking night. 
Good night, Hello. bitch, with that 27 piece uh wig on quick weave on your motherfucking head that ain't nobody comb the curls out. Bitch, I know you lying. You know, I am so glad that Martel's mama has shown her true colors. Because remember, initially we didn't, yeah, didn't stand. Initially, she was digging in Martel shit. Right. Talking about you cheated and this the consequences of your actions and right. da 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 But, but, but now but, you talking about it was just a, I mean, it was just an outside baby. What's the big deal? Right. See, them true colors shown and them true colors shown that you a goddamn goofy and your son is exactly the way he is because of you and his daddy. Because, you know, his daddy is MIA. But, <clears throat> um, but yeah, like y'all are the reason that this man is such a goddamn idiot now because his daddy, you know, MIA, and you have made him a mama's boy. Because I know good and fucking well you did not sit on my goddamn TV screen and tell me to my face that it used to annoy you that Mel was quote unquote doing nothing while your son was doing everything except what the fuck he was supposed to do, being a prison and accounted for a husband, father, and partner. I know you fucking lying to me. Big lies. You a dumbass. Your son a dumbass. And God bless them, them, them babies. God bless them babies. They got a goofy for a daddy. They got a goofy for a grandmama. Well, one of them. And their mama and daddy can't be in the same building or same space down there without arguing. Lord bless them babies. Listen, listen, but now mm. let's let's move on to this. Well, first off, last week I said I felt like Kimmy overreacted to the text message shit, but Mike gave me a different perspective. Shout out to Mike who has a birthday coming up Tuesday. Yeah. Um, don't text me in a group text soliciting money basically trying to put me on blast so that I'll be like, okay, you, you got my support. So I don't look a certain way in front of all these women. What if Kimmy ain't have it to be a sponsor? You know what? That's a good point. Like when you asking people for money and even Kimmy said it, it, when you, any other time, are you, no, Kimmy didn't say this. I'm saying this. Are you soliciting your other sponsors the same way you did this group text? Are you mm. going out and sending text messages to business owners and business managers in a group text to get sponsorships and donations? Or are you sending out a sponsorship and donation package? You know, if this point. is for your foundation, be professional and solicit your donations and sponsorships the same way for every fucking body. Both mm. if you know these people professionally and if you know them on the personal side, if you coming at them for sponsorship, send out a sponsorship package. That was tacky. Yeah. Which honestly fits. Tacky Tisha. There we go. Tacky Tisha. Um... At this 5K race. <laughs> 5K drama. <laughs> 5K calamity. <laughs> <laughs> Wanda is a Tasmanian devil of drama. <laughs> 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 
that you know, that bitch and that and that pump it up spray ponytail just spin around in a fucking circle keeping up drama. You know her hair like her hair look like her hair look like a a, a minor shovel. It it was just it was no reason for y'all to be arguing at that motherfucking five k. Like That's, there was absolutely no reason to be arguing at that 5k. First things first. Martel, Mama Martel, and Destiny. What the fuck I'm, was that? I'm about? mad. <laughs> I'm mad that I had to, to feel like this. But Destiny, you don't have no business overstepping boundaries with nobody's mama. Period. I don't care, especially because I do agree that you do not have a right to tell Martel what he needs to do. Especially when you a bitch who had who is keeping all the details of your divorce a fucking secret. <laughs> you never gonna. You don't have. Go. You don't have no qualms getting on to Mel and Martel shit. And these is two 40 plus year old motherfuckers who need to sort their shit out so they can co-parent peacefully. But you've been, you mom's been the fucking word about your own divorce. And I'm going to be honest with you, friend. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to never be a time in my life when somebody, I could walk up on somebody and catch them really talking to my kids any kind of way. And I and Martel is a fucking disaster. But again, y'all continue to bring up Mel and Martel's divorce and then cry about the drama that follows. This was another instance when there was no reason to be discussing a divorce or the argument at last week or none of that shit. But y'all continue to do it and then cry wolf about the shit. Stay out them folks' business. Let them sort through they, they post-divorce bullshit. Friend. Hey, hold on, wait. Push for, uh, I'm glad because I, I think we, we didn't even talk about this part uh, about Martel Mama. Uh, about her... Um, oh, telling, yeah. We didn't yeah, even get to that part. Of, telling the kids about the This song. nigga has been crying and boohooing for 40 days and 40 fucking nights about his kids knowing that Melody is singing these songs about him. Meanwhile, it's his own fucking mama telling the kids that the songs is about their daddy. <laughs> Even Martel was shocked. He talking about, now, come on, mama. And she talking about, well, you need to take that up with your ex-wife. No, bitch, you need to watch what the fuck you say around your grandchildren. <laughs> That's as simple as that. Or, you know, the same thing that she was telling Destiny, mind your damn business. Mind your damn business. R&B singers make songs about their personal life, other people's personal life, other people's life experiences. So All no, Melody don't have to be talking exactly about fucking Martell. You think Martell the first nigga that had a, a cheat baby on his wife? My nigga, literally. Quite literally, one of the best R&B albums of our generation 
Usher's confessions wasn't even about him. And we thought it was for years until it was released that it, it, it was really about Jermaine Dupree love life, which ill, but like nigga. So like that is a prime example of sometimes it ain't exactly. always about the artist's personal business. We th- we thought the shit was about him and Chili for 48 years and it absolutely was not. Right. So again, my Martel, you did not need to tell them children that it was about their damn daddy. Now, back to the race. Friend, God bless and and rest her beautiful soul to mama like Dante. I would never, ever in a million years, if your mama was here today, engage in no argument with your mama, even if your mama were on. I am going to talk to you about your mama if your mama is jumping off the deep end with me. I'm not here to ever disrespect your parents in any capacity. I'm coming directly to you. Hey, I don't like how your mama was carrying on with me. You know, I wasn't trying, I wasn't being disrespectful, but I feel like she got a little disrespectful with me. Mm-hmm. Martell and Destiny got some weird shit with them. I can't we put my finger saying, on it. They, we have been saying consistently for about 84 years that they don't probably been fucking. Something is, is very weird. weird. She, she is, she is too. She has spent more energy trying to teach Martell how to be better than her ex-husband, who she got a baby with. <laughs> Do she? Did she ever give Le Derek Leberic this motherfucking energy that she constantly giving Martell? Well, and I mean, we, Martell for me, but well, she I mean, keep we, her nose entirely too deep in Mel and Martell business. We don't know if she told this to, to LaBerry because she wanted to give us any details about what the hell went wrong with their damn marriage. So we don't know if she told the nigga or not, to be honest. Oh, shit. I... And I don't... And again... I don't care for Martell. I don't care for Martell mama, especially after this episode. But it just wasn't no reason for Destiny to be trying to go toe-to-toe with Martell mama about that lady's son. She knows she raised the fuck nigga because she a fuck bitch. Yeah. My thing is... Go get you some business. And, my, and Melody wasn't saying a fucking word. I mean, did she really need to? <laughs> my thing is, like... Like, on a real level, right? Like, I get one of your friends to be better. But if your friend ain't showing no sign of being better, you got to let that shit go. And Candace, you and I both know this from, like, real life. <laughs> so, like, if, your, if you got a friend or somebody you call a friend and they fucking up and they not showing any signs of wanting to be a better person, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So you can't teach an old Martell to not be a fuck nigga. So if that's your friend, you got to either accept that your friend a fuck nigga or get you a different friend. Then your only two options. That's it. Because imagine being a grown tit. Oh, shit. <laughs> my damn. Use when they go on the rampage. Not my Hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm back. My bad. 
got I got so excited about that headphone came out. But like, imagine being a grown titty woman trying to teach a grown bald man emotional intelligence. Destiny girl, ma'am, <laughs> Miss Mamas. Exactly. But again, I believe they exactly. fucking low, to be honest. So um next thing is that. Melody Mama was dragging Wanda for fucking filth. Melody Hope Mama dragged Wombat Wanda for filth. Did you just call that woman Wombat Wanda? I did. I did. I did. did. Dragged her for filth. And rightfully (laughs) it'd be like that. And rightfully so. Because we have said on this show more than once that Wanda got a lot of nerve having any opinion on what Martell and Mel got going when she married with a boyfriend. And Mel Mama brought that up like, Miss Mamas, don't come over here talking that shit to me. You cheating on your husband as we speak. <laughs> and her response to that is, so you ain't never been nobody's mistress? Bitch. <laughs> what? And even Mel Mama was like, girl, get out my fucking face. No, I ain't never fucked on no married man. Maybe that's why she got such a soft spot for my tip because she like fuck niggas because she is a fuck nigga or a fuck bitch, as you put it. <laughs> and she was on social media talking about if you're going to fuck a married man, make sure you um, get him for everything he worth. Well, yo, never mind. Martell don't have shit without Mel. So that backfired on, on that lady. But she also called Wanda's brain little. Which, and she called her ghetto. And which, then Wanda turned around and started mispronouncing ghetto in a way that I've never seen before. I talking about ghetto. I ain't ghetto. I show you ghetto. I'm from Bessemer. I can get ghetto. You would know it. Shut up, bitch. You need to. You need to get the hell off out of that woman's face. That's what you need to do. You need to get hooked on phonics. Because <laughs> if you can't even pronounce ghetto, I know you could barely read. <laughs> Small brain. <laughs> My baby can read, ass bitch. Get out of here. Brain by Leave the us bra- alone. Brain just as small and smooth as a, as a damn marble. Then telling Tisha she was going, she was going, uh, she was going to put her hands on male mama. Let me tell you about a motherfucker who fighting about that fight life. When, when the spirit hits you to put your hands on the motherfucker, it gets done. When the spirit hits you, I you ain't hit never somebody in my else. life said, I almost snatched that bitch. No, because if I, if I almost did it, I ain't do it. When some when I really gotta snatch a bitch, they gonna get snatched and ain't gonna be no if ands or buts about it. You well, a coward, you bitch, and you ain't you fight. can't fight. Huh? I say that's because you actually can fight. That too. But and you said and you would have did the same thing with Kimmy. You ain't do shit neither time. You a punk bitch, Wanda. Because <laughs> all you got is mouth and bad wigs. You a punk bitch just like that punk bitch daughter of yours. <laughs> the punk don't fall generational too far from the tree. Punk <laughs> yeah, generational punk bitches. 
Get the fuck out of our face with that shit. You cowards. wasn't going to hit nobody. <laughs> you wasn't going to fight nobody. You wasn't going to lay a finger on nobody. You wasn't going to do shit, but take your motherfucking hand and clasp it to that bottle of pump it up and spray it on them hard ass microwave ponytails, bitch. That's all you was going to do. You was not going to get light, get right or try to fight. You wasn't going to do shit. Up Stay on our fucking face. And Tisha... You finally realizing your mama's a fucking fool. And even when she told her mama that her uh Kimmy decided that whatever was said in Vegas would they would leave it alone, you still trying to hype her up. No, but she disrespected me. She ain't disrespect you, and she didn't tell you to shut the fuck up. She said if you ain't got no receipts, leave that shit on the playground. She should have told you to shut it. the fuck up. I see I'm going to have to start not inviting my mama to events, but your husband been told you to do that. Right. That's the one thing Marceau is actually right about. Wanda wide back ass, keep a battery in your back, Tisha, and you should be tired of that. Your mama don't bring nothing but chaos and strife to your life, even if it's at your fucking expense. Less, less of and Wanda on these shows. Like, honestly, we haven't seen too, too much of Wanda this season, but we need to keep it even to a, even a smaller minimum, minimum than that. Everything Absolutely. is better when Wanda is not on the show. Correct. Correct. That was it. Yep, I do believe Next episode is supposed to be spicy. Because Martel going to lose his shit when he asked Mel why she took her new nigga to their favorite restaurant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nigga. Cry. Cry. Cry, Martel. Cry. Please. Let them well, tears fall down your face. Well, bitch um, ass nigga. Dumb right. bald headed bitch ass nigga. Oh, broke <laughs> bald headed bitch ass nigga. Can't get a payday loan, ass nigga. <laughs> can't get a home loan. Can't get a line of credit, ass nigga. Poor credit score, bankruptcy filing, ass nigga. You had it good with your wife. She walked away and she took your life with her. Mm. Now you hurt. You still mm. in pain. We'll suffer, bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, niggas, for tuning in to the Ratchet Ramblers. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We'll be back next week. Happy Halloween. Uh, check your kids' candy. They say they've been putting pictures of Ashley Darby in there as Pennywise. All right, you know what? Your All kids right. spooked to death. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>